Get inspired with the woman empowerment extraordinaire, Kimsei Lamiel. Hello, hello, hello. I am your host. Welcome to Lamiel Radio. I am Kimsei Lamiel, the money goddess, and I am here with uh, our last uh Lamia Radio Podcast of the Year. And I am in an extraordinarily good mood. I am really, really excited to be here with you. Uh, the topic for today is um something that is so massively important and near and dear to my heart. And uh it is really about leveling up your life for next year and the years to come. So um Get you some wine, get you a notebook, get you your favorite pen. We are going to spend some time. I'm going to lay the groundwork here um, in the new year. I believe on the second, you can hop on over to Lamiel TV and we're going to dive like dead ass real deep into all of this um, to set you up for a new year, a new life and a new you for 2019. Um, and not just for 2019, but moving forward, like a new life, a new you, it's, it's forever, right? So thank you for being here. Um, today, we're going to talk about a concept that comes from um, something called Lifebook, right? And Lifebook is not unique to me. Uh, I stumbled upon this upon life book years and years ago. And um, I always planned in multiple categories, but uh, if you want to know more, more about life book, uh, John Butler is the creator of life book. Excuse me. So life book basically is, um, is a book, right? That is designed to help you plan and manifest your life. And the program is highly expensive. It's less expensive if you do it with Mind Valley. But um, what I want to do is give you a taste of it because even when before it was available the way it is now with Mind Valley, just a couple hundred dollars, maybe four hundred dollars, something like that. Um, just getting this information I'm going to share with you today, just adding the categories that were missing from my life plan uh, changed my life beyond belief. Right. So it guides you towards living your own extraordinary life. And that is the title of today's show, Living an Extraordinary Life. And so society teaches us we need to focus on our career. We need to focus on our money. And those are the only two areas that society really pushes us every year. Some people do have some physical health goals, but um, mainly it is your career and your money day to day, month to month, week to week, year to year, that society says you need to be focused on to have a great life. And that's not that's not all there is to life. There's a lot of people with a lot of money and who are very successful in their careers where their health is failing, their character is shit, right? They Their kids hate them. Um, and, and more and so on and so on. So just having money and just having a career is not it. So with this concept, um, 
you're there's a couple of steps right to that is required to create an extraordinary life uh, for to be exact using uh, the life book philosophy. So step one is that you learn to see your life in the 12 categories, right? So you're going to broaden your, your vision from the narrow rules of success, right? And our really fucked up, broken educational system to 12 holistic categories that you need to view your life in. Then once you realize that there really are 12 categories to creating 12 categories to focus on to have an extraordinary life, you need to go into step two, which is creating a compelling vision and a purpose for your life. And not just overall, but in within these 12 categories so that when they come together, they produce your extraordinary life. Now, step three is um, different life hacks for each of these categories. So there's a lot of tools that you can start to use immediately to create these really outstanding results in each category of your life, which unfolds to an extraordinary life. And the last step is to create habits and to take action. And so um, today we're going to talk about the first two steps, um, which are the 12 categories um, for an extraordinary life and creating a compelling vision and purpose for your life. And then on the 2nd of January, if you tune in to my live on Lamiel TV, we're going to talk about uh, creating those new habits and taking action. And when I say taking action, I always mean inspired action and how to implement those inspired actions into, um, you know, your monthly, quarterly, weekly, daily goals so that they're achievable. And so that as you move through and, and work through, you know, your life day to day, everything is stacking upon one another to create this extraordinary life for you. Now, the life hacks in each category, um, you can learn those through, which was step three, um, my coaching program, which uh, either the one-on-one or the group program. And uh, the group program is $48.88 a month. And you get a live training and a recorded training, and it's all about leveling up your life and getting aligned with your vision and your desires so that you can achieve them. And of course, one-on-one, we are working very specifically with your goals, and I'm helping you, and you have uh, an amazing amount of access to me directly so that I can help you get aligned specifically with your goals, deal with your blocks remove those and kick your ass to the next level. So if you'd like to join, the links are going to be uh, below the podcast here on Lamiel Radio. And um, what I want to do is take a brief break. And then we are going to get into the 12 categories that uh, create an extraordinary life. You're listening to Kim Say Lamiel on Lamiel Radio. Okay, so what are these 12 categories for creating um, an extraordinary life? 
And, you know, why are they important? Again, just briefly, you want to, and the purpose of this is to get you to expand um, your vision of what an extraordinary successful life looks, looks like. There are 12 key areas, right, that really impact your life. And life and having an abundant life, a wealthy life, a successful life goes way beyond just your career and your finances. Those are only two steps in developing um, an extraordinary life. So the very first one is your physical life. And so there are many people that struggle to be in control of their health. And you can have a good system to put you in great shape but not everybody does, right? So creating really realistic physical and health goals, ones that are going to help you look good, feel great, um, make you stronger, make you vibrant. This category also um, really has an immense effect on all the other categories of your life. So we start with your physical health, why? Because if you can't get up, right, uh, that affects your emotional health um, or the emotional side of your life. If you uh, can't engage other people, that affects other categories of your life. It affects your finances. It affects your career. It affects everything. So setting real goals in your for your physical and your health and your fitness and is um, imperative, right? And it literally will affect all the other 11 categories of your life. Now, this is not just, Ooh, I want to lose 10 pounds. So again, step one is I'm, I'm sharing with you these categories, but step two is that you have to develop, um, a real vision for each of these categories. So when every year, you know, people go, oh, my goal is to lose 10 pounds. But what is your vision? What is your philosophy? What is, um, what do you truly believe about your health and well-being? And one of the things that I learned through this process was that aging was optional. Mind-blowing, right? So my creating a vision and a purpose for this life category, when I realized that aging was optional, I decided that's something I'm not going to participate in. As a matter of fact, this year, this coming year, I'm going to be healthier than I have been in the last five years. So I'm not going to go towards the society's thoughts and, and projections and programming of aging, I'm actually going backwards. I'm reversing the clock because I am opting out of what society says should be happening to me at 45. I'm opting out of what I should look like at 45 with eight kids and two grandchildren. And a lot of people go, oh my God, you look great. But you know what? I could be so much healthier. I could be so much more vibrant. I, there are other things. So being that aging is optional, well, fuck, that changed my goals. Right? Because now it's not just, oh, I want to sustain 
I don't want to, you know, look really bad. I, you know, I'm avoiding wrinkles. Fuck that. Like, I'm going to look like I'm fucking 20 years old because I now understand that that's an option and it's an option because that's my vision. My vision for health is that I'm going to be here, right? My, my physical condition and what I now believe about my health and fitness is that I can be here actively participating, not just with my grandkids and my great grandkids, but I will be here to see uh, that third generation of great, great grandchildren. I can choose that. And I do. And I do now because of utilizing this process. So category number two is your my intellectual life, your intellectual life. So when you start planning, okay, so now you know it's the intellectual life. So what is your, what's your life purpose? What's your vision for your intellectual life? And then what is the goal for the year? And when you do this, you know exactly what you need to do to be fulfilled and challenged. This is, an, this is a remarkably important and often overlooked area of life. You'll have a system when you go through this process to be creative and, uh, and to process ideas that are coming to you, right? Intellectually, where do I want to be this year? Intellectually, where do I want to go? How do I want to be challenged? You know, one of the things that I really want to do this year and the coming years that I need to make part of, of my experience intellectually is being with other like-minded people and getting that um, experience, learning how to be more creative, to be more in the now. And what am I going to do? Well, I'm going to awesome fest. Intellectually, I need to step out of my, my comfort zones every year, every day, every month. That's my vision is to always allow myself to be challenged intellectually and grow. So that's the second area of life that you need to be growing. And I'm also going to put these categories um in the description too. So you don't have to, I know I said grab a notebook and everything, but I know I'm talking a lot. So I want you to, um, you know, relax, listen, the categories will be there. Uh, what I suggest is that you write the categories down and then you create a vision for your life for 2019 and, uh, 2023 for in each of these areas. So area three is emotional. And this is, as you know, is very important to me if you uh, follow me at all because of my work with law of attraction and you're the vibrational chart, you know, the emotional guidance system is everything. That's what gets you oh, what you want in life, right? That's what lets you know if you're on the right path, if you're going in the right direction, if what you want is manifesting is where you are emotionally. So, you know, my vision and my purpose beyond or behind my emotional life is that that is my guidance system. 
my emotional guidance system is everything because it's going to tell me if the diet that I have or the way that I choose to eat because I do not diet. Um, and next month, next week, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, my high vibe um, challenge. And I'm looking for a new word for challenge. So if you guys know one, uh, drop one in the comments. But anyway, um, that's what we're going to call it. I got an answer already. It is the high vibe expansion, right? So I'm going to be doing a lot of expansions for people all year long. Um, expansion is replacing the word challenge. But I am going to do seven days where, you know, you're eating high vibe, you're thinking high vibe, and you are incorporating seven different things, high vibe uh, activities in your life. So if you want to join me, uh, stay tuned next Sunday. All the information will be in that podcast. So anyway, um, number three is your emotional guidance system. And so you're going to start being more joyful and feel good. Like one of the things that I strive for all the time in my emotional life is to live at love or above. And no, it's not easy, but I tell you what, I set that goal like in 2014. I just want to live at love and above. And every year I've gotten closer and closer. Now it's hard all day, every day to for 365 days to be at love and above, but I'm closer than I've ever been. I sustain it more longer than I've ever have. And it just keeps getting better and better. But my philosophy and my purpose and my vision of my emotional life is to have a emotional life where I am at love or above 98, 99% of the time as much as humanly possible. And so when you set goals in this life, in this area for your life, you become more joyful. You uh, you feel good the vast majority of the time. And this is the key to uh, having this um, life intention plan work for you. You're going to get the recipe uh, as you go through things to create emotions that at will right? You are going to be able to decide. And that's one of the things that the emotional guidance system does for me. It allows me to decide how I'm going to feel. feel. And I always feel, ought to feel good, right? So what feels better? Like, how am I feeling right now versus, you know, how does this feel? Do I love or hate? Happy or sad? I choose happy, you know? Um, so, and it allows me to climb the chart. So using the emotional guidance system, is imperative in my life. Being able to choose my emotions at will, which allows me to control my feelings, which allows me to control my manifestations is everything. So number four, it is your character. And we usually don't get trained to set goals for our character. But when you're utilizing a system like this, you'll pay attention to your character and you're going to shape it to become strong and solid with a high self-esteem and an overall feeling of pride about who you are. Inevitably, as you um, as you grow as a person, you're going to find things that you don't like about yourself. You're going to reflect on things that you did that you're not proud of. And that's okay. What was the character flaw that put you in that situation? Because then you were doing the best you could with what you had. But you know what? I don't like that character uh, trait. So 
I'm going to replace it. Even if you just have a character trait of, you know, being judgmental, you can change that. If you have a, a character trait of being a liar, like some people just lie for no fucking reason. You don't have to die a liar. You don't have to live a liar. You don't have to go into 2019 a fucking liar. You can change that character trait. You don't have to be a cheater. You don't have to be a person who can only focus on one thing at a time in terms of for your life. Right. Because some people are going to go 12 areas of my life that I have to work on throughout the year. Fuck, that's too much. No, it doesn't have to be. You get to choose. So you want to create, you want to be a good person. And just wanting to be a good person means you need to work on your character. You need to identify the flaws. And when you identify the flaws, amazingly enough, there are people who go, you know what? That's my character flaw. And they wear it like a badge of honor. Fuck that, bitch. What the hell is wrong with you? (laughs) Yes, I'm a liar. It's my character flaw. No, bitch. Uh, that's not okay. Change that shit. What would you rather be? What feels better? What can you be more proud of? Move into that. And I hear it more actually from men than I do from women. That's just who I am. Really? But it's not who you have to be. That's who you were. What we're experiencing right now is who you were. Today, you get to choose to be somebody different. Which is why setting goal, character goals, is incredibly important. And even more so, this is shit that you need to sit down and do with your kids. Because when your kids realize now at 10 and 9 and even 7 that what they're experiencing in life, they have control of. Who they are and what they want to become, they have control of. Um, That's you really putting in the work to create amazing people. And put them on the right path. So area of your life that you need to work on. Number five is your spirituality. Now, very few people have taken time to sit down and define their spirituality, which is amazing. They're like, oh, my mom was Baptist. My grandma was Baptist. And my great grandma was Baptist. So I'm Baptist. And um, it doesn't really mean that you're Baptist. A lot of you are living a life of something other than Baptist or Christian or Muslim or whatever, but you haven't defined it because defining it defies the family. But this is about you and your life and developing, you know, what you want and who you want to be. And and you are creating, you can create your own life and you want an extraordinary life. So you need to define spirituality and what that means to you, not your grandmother and your mother and your great grandmother. So when you, when you sit down and go, okay, this is my spiritual life. And again, you're looking at your spiritual life for the next year and the next five years, you know, five years is a general goal next year, you know what you want to do, but you need to define, you have to create that purpose, right? And then, um, break it down so that you can reach that. So when you are working on your spirituality and that spiritual life of yours, you're going to define it, but you're also going to understand the value of spiritual fulfillment. 
because it's going to really impact your purpose in life. And you want to start living your purpose. A lot of times our spirituality is 100% entwined with our life purpose. So um, getting in touch with it, defining it. And um, I actually have a wonderful uh, YouTube video uh, for Lamiel TV that's going to be coming out this week. And um, it's going to be on the Lamiel Magic playlist. So make sure you subscribe. Make sure you hit that bell so you get notifications. But it is about spirituality. And I'll tell you, the title is called I'm Not a Witch. <laughs> and you'll get it when you watch it. But it is about, the video is about spirituality and defining spirituality and what that means to you and, and how you benefit and how, um, how it impacts your life and your life purpose. So area number six is romance. So if you're married or attached, you're going to want to learn how to shift gears and discover the techniques to move forward, you know, towards a fantastic marriage or a passionate, loving relationship. If you're single, um, you're going to learn some strategies to attract your soulmate. And um, that is, it's important. If you are in a relationship, a committed relationship, then this is an area that you all should do together. If you are not, but there's somebody that you really like, but you're not really there yet, bump that, create it for yourself. Uh, area number seven is parenting. And it's so crazy because as a mother of eight, I have until I started working with this concept of these 12 areas to create an extraordinary life, I had never set parenting goals. So even if you're not a parent now or you want to be one, you need to know exactly what to do to be the best parent you can be and set an amazing example for your children about how to live a great life. And so when you're not a parent, you can create concepts, right? Um, because we all know those of us who are parents, once you become a parent, shit changes. Like shift fucking happens. And um, it's not what you think. It's amazing, but it's not fucking what you think. And so um, you've got to be open. You've got to go with the flow. And people ask me all the time about parenting. And... Um, <laughs> And I just got this download. Like, I really need to create a another playlist for Lamiel TV about parenting so I can answer some of these questions because we're so fucking hard on ourselves. And I'm about to cry because parenting is an amazing opportunity to learn, to learn about you and, and to expand and to grow, and I learned so much from my kids. And a lot of people, they get kids and they think it's my job to make you do this and make you do that. Kids come here with their own path, with their own agenda, with what they need to know. And having, I've actually birthed nine children. Um, one of my children, she passed away when she was eight months old. So, um, most of you are doing an extraordinary job at being a parent. 
and you need to pat yourself on the back and you need to appreciate yourself uh, much, much more than what you do because it's not easy. It's not easy guiding someone on their journey before they know what their journey is. It's society says so much and has so much, you know, and, and people who are not parents or, you know, those, those people who, uh, in my life, I'll say men who are part-time weekend dads, you know, who pop in, play and go home. They, they have all of this shit to say about parenting and, and, you know, just breastfeeding and, and relationships and freedom for kids and school and all that kind of stuff. And, but they have no practical experience. It's all theory, you know? So you want to set goals though. And when I started setting goals, that helped me to release a lot. And it helped me to acknowledge what I have done, what I am doing, and that I am proud of the people that I have created and set on their way. And, um, Their life decisions are not about me. Their life decisions are about them. So setting goals as a parent and how you want to parent and, and, uh, you know, whether you want to do a law of attraction based Montessori, I don't know. There's a million different concepts. Um, Start exploring them and setting some goals. So area number eight is social. This is your social life. This is your friends. This is uh, where life is about your experiences with other people. So studies show that nothing correlates with your happiness more than your social connections. So you want to have these social connections. And for a long time, I was missing out on social connections. I was so focused on my kids, so focused on careers, so focused on finances, and I was lonely. You know, relationships, intimate relationships here, there, up, down, they were, it was all over the fucking place. And what I needed to do was to create social connections. So you're going to, in this area, you need to learn how to consciously create your extraordinary social life and build friendships that nourish you. And because when you have nourishing friendships, they pull your life forward, right? When you're stuck and you've got extraordinary friends, they're going to pull you when you feel like you can't let go and let your cork flip. So you want to have some goals in that area of your life um, for 2019. So uh, number nine, area number nine for an extraordinary life is your career. Now, I want you to notice, boom, bang, boom, right? We first talked about the first uh, one, two, three, I think four, four areas of your life um, that you needed to focus on for an extraordinary life was your physical life, your intellectual life, your emotional life, and your personal character, uh, and your spirituality, actually. There was five areas. All of that was about nothing other than you. Always, when you are creating an amazing life, you've got to start with you, not the other people that you bring into it. 
So it's all about you and getting focused on your goals and what you need so that you realize that you are everything that you need. Then we talked about the next step was about your connection to other people, your romantic life, your parenting, and your social life. Now, there are two areas. The next two areas are your career and your finances. Now we're down to money. Do you see how that flowed? It's about you and the core of you. And then outside of you and the people around you that love you and support you. And then the money. So area number nine is your career. And you're going to have your hands uh, on your core values for success so that you can create a successful career that stimulates you and fulfills you. That's what these goals need to be, be, need to be about in the career section, not just what's going to bring money, but what is going to fulfill you. Right. Because this is career is not about the money. Understand that career is not about the money. The career is about finding something that stimulates you, that fulfills you, where you look forward to doing this work every day. You need to to go deep in this area so that you can get clarity on the work that you love and the work that you're good at. Then. When you combine those two things, that's your fucking career, not what's going to pay me enough to pay the bills. That's backwards. When you find what you're good at and what you love and you go full throttle through inspired action towards that, of course, it's going to pay the bills. But society teaches us to do it backwards. And there's no money in the career section. Money is only in category 10, which are your finances. And you're going to radically transform your relationship with money when you start to set goals, proper goals in this area, and um, create financial abundance for yourself while creating value for others. Abundance for yourself is equal to value for others. And you're going to find a financial model that works so you can create wealth and have all the things and the experiences um, that you want with the people you care about. So you create financial abundance for yourself when you start creating value for other people. And then you take whatever that is and you put it in a model that works so that you can create the wealth and then have all the things that you want so that you can have the life experiences with the people you care about. Some people work their whole lives. Why? Because I want my kids to have passports. I want my kids to travel. I want my kids to have experiences. I want that's why you're working. For the experiences, for the freedom with the people that you love. So that's the end game. So you need to have a financial model that creates the wealth for that. Where do you get the financial model? You get the financial model by creating value for other people, doing something that you love, that you're passionate about. 
So number 11, category 11 is called quality of life. So this is where you're going to transform your current day-to-day -day lifestyle into something extraordinary. You're going to start valuing your quality of life more than anything else in the world. You're going to start surrounding yourself with the things that you want, the car you want to drive. This is very much the material aspect of your life, the environment that you want to be in, the adventures that you want to take part in. The environment is extremely important. When you're in a shithole environment, a lot, it takes skill to vibrationally align your way out of that. When you have more control and you start adding quality to your lifestyle, right, uh, it helps you vibrate your way out of it. And the final category is life vision. So this is where you tie all of the other 11 categories together, and it really defines how you live. Right. So your life vision includes the stuff that you have, where you live, how you live, how you travel, what you eat, what you wear, you know, your material things. It includes your finances and how much money you make. It includes where you work and how you choose to work. It includes your friends and your family and your loved ones and your kids and your significant other. Um, it includes your spirituality and how you get to practice your spirituality. It includes your character and how you interact with other people and how people value your word and honor you. Um, it includes your emotional state and your mental and intellectual state. And of course, how you are physically. All of that gets wrapped up in category 12, your life's vision. And so you should always have a life vision for the coming year. And you should have a life vision for five years. And, um, you know, and then some people can even do 10 years. I have found that um, three years is a little more comfortable for me. And I always do the yearly, but I love working in quarters. So that's how I... Um, define, I should say, um, or break down my, my sections of life, right? Um, I'm always focused on this quarter because I know that this quarter is just a fourth of the overall picture for the year. And I don't have to focus so much on the year. I'm just focused on my quarter and, and this month that I'm in, because I know that if I do what I need to do this month. It's gonna, it's going to be added. It's a stacking effect, which means that in the next three months, I will have met my quarters date, you know, goals and in, and intentions, because I really don't create goals. I set intentions. Um, so um, again, there's your health and fitness, your intellectual life, your emotional life, your character, your spirituality your love relationship, your parenting styles and beliefs, your social life, your finances, your career, your quality of life, and your life vision, right? And then there is intention setting. 
um, that I think is very, very important. And so on the second, if you go over to Lamiel TV, you can go ahead and subscribe, hit the bell and hit the reminder um, for when I go live. Uh, if you're not already in my um, mailing list, you may not get that email. So you'll get the notification when I go live and you can be a part of the step four, which I talk about creating new habits and taking actions in these 12 categories of your life so that you can create your own extraordinary life or in my words, your own crazy, beautiful life. So um, thank you so much for being here. I hope you, you know, this has added some value to your life um, and I, you are inspired to set some amazing goals. Um, one thing that I'm often asked is, you know, Lamia, how many goals or intentions should I set? So for each area, um, and we'll go more into this on the second, but there's one main thing for the year. And then I break those down into, you know, what four things really have to happen to make this happen this year. And then that's my, my four quarter intentions. And then okay, for quarter one, this is the main intention, but what are the three things that need to happen each month to make this happen in this, this quarter? And so then I have a monthly intention. You see how it breaks down? And then for the month, what do I need to do each week to make sure that this intention is, is manifested this month? So I literally break it down that way. You can set as many as you'd like, um, health and fitness, I tend to do more, you know, um, but you can always truly, I probably set one intention for the year in each category, but then what happens is in order for me to achieve that, there's a lot of little things I need to do. And it's in those little things that, um, all of those smaller goals, right? So if I say I want to eat healthy, well, you know, uh, going from 50-50, you know, uh, raw, I'm going to quarter one, I'm going to go 70-30. And uh, I'm going to do more yoga and I'm going to get on my rebounder and I'm going to, do you see what I mean? So then I don't have all of these little smaller intentions in my one-year intention. I have one one-year intention, but there's a lot of small intentions that I can achieve throughout the year month to month, week to week that are going to all lead to my big one. So I will see you guys next week. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Love you all. Lamiel Radio. Empowerment Radio for women, by women. <laughs> <laughs>